What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Back to You podcast. Very excited to be back. We have some great guests coming up in future episodes. I'm very excited to share that with you guys. We also have the Dating and Relationship podcast coming soon, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you follow. If you like it so far, leave a rating, please. Leave a like, leave a rating, subscribe wherever you're watching it. If it's on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, wherever you are, leave a rating, leave a review. It's going to help more people hear the podcast. So thank you in advance for that. So the upcoming podcast is going to be a lot of fun as well. You're going to get a lot of value. I hope you've been getting value up to this point. Today we're going to talk about trusting yourself. We're going to talk about being present. A lot of people aren't present today. A lot of people aren't trusting themselves. I've been saying that for years. You know, we have to trust ourselves. Everyone says, trust God, trust the universe. Yes and yes. But most importantly, trust yourself. Because the former God and the universe are also part of the latter, you. But that's a conversation for another day. So we're not going to get into that. Um, But trusting yourself and being present kind of go side by side. Oftentimes, we don't trust ourselves when we are projecting into the future or when we are dwelling and living in the past. So one thing I say to my clients all the time is, you know, your past is a school to learn from, not a house to live in. I say it all the time to my clients. And it always resonates because people realize you don't stay in school after three o'clock. You don't stay in school after 18 or 19. Some people do. I know people who stayed in college till they were 30. You know, running away from something maybe? I don't know. (laughs) But we're supposed to, as Jim Rohn said, the desks in in second or third class or second and third grade are so small because you're not supposed to fit in them when you're 18, 20, 25, 30. So we're supposed to graduate from school. We're supposed to move on. Our house is where we live. Our home is where we live. So the past should be a school to learn from, not a place to live, not a place to stay and dwell. And I want to bring that to your awareness today. Like, are you kind of focused on the past? Are you dwelling on past relationships, past incidents, past living situations, like countries you lived in? apartments you lived in, people you lived with, are you living in the past still emotionally, mentally? Because that's not serving you. Going into the future is also not serving you. A lot of people are next, 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 next. I talk about vision all the time. If you're you're not clear on vision and the importance of creating a vision, make sure you check out the last episode because we get into that deep, especially visualization on how to visualize correctly. So check out the last episode. But sometimes people get too caught up become too goal goal orientated and uh for me i'm not a huge fan of goals i am in, in one level i am to a certain point but when it comes to the ultimate journey goals don't make a difference it's really your identity and your self-image and the overall bigger picture likewise i don't believe much in discipline or habits anymore now i know that's going to raise some of your some of your guys uh, ears up and maybe You'll have some resistance to that. I get that. But as you go through this podcast with me, and if some of you guys are clients, I think you already understand. You've probably heard me touch on it, depending on where you're at on your journey. But our ultimate goal is to get back to our highest selves, right? To our truest self. And when we get back in that alignment, we're living with such awareness that you just make choices completely aware in every second. You don't require discipline. Discipline is really when you're still asleep, you need it because you need to be like a robot needs discipline, right? It needs to be it's structure, follow the plan, follow the path. Someone who's 
very, very conscious, very aware. You don't need discipline. You just make a conscious choice in every moment. So if you are still in denial of your true self or you're asleep to your true self, or you're asleep to what this world is really about, which most people are. But if you're listening to this even, that means you're on your path to awakening. So celebrate that. Pat yourself on the back. Congratulate yourself. But discipline is only required when you're asleep. The goal is to be awake. The goal is to awaken fully to who you are, what you want, and the kind of life that you're willing to live. And when you're aware and you're awake, you simply make the choice that's congruent with your beliefs, that's in alignment with your spirit, that, you know, is moving you in the direction or keeping you where you want to be in that place of peace, of love, of light, of being present. So... What we want to do is goals, discipline, habits. It's all good for a certain point. It's all good to get you to a place. You need discipline at certain points in your life. Depending where you're at, there comes a time where you need to let go of that and focus more on being aware. If you're too goal-orientated, you're always on to the next thing. You're always making plans. And I know some of you listening to this, you're guilty of this. You're always making plans. It's always the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So when you arrive at where you want to be, you're never actually there because you're already on to the next one. So think about that. Like how many times this happened where you've made a plan, set a goal, then you arrive there and you're not actually there at all. You're not present because you're already mentally somewhere else onto the next one. This happens in so many areas of our life. So I want you to kind of take note of, are you consciously, like now to be conscious, are you aware if you're living in the past, I'm going to sneeze. I can feel it. It's the air conditioning. <laughs> and now that I said it, I probably won't. And it'll come when I unex- unexpectedly. That's how real, that's why I love podcasts. So I'm going to keep it real. If I'm going to sneeze, I'm going to tell you. Maybe you sneeze now because I said I got to sneeze. Who knows? Let me know if you sneezed. <laughs> Let me know if you sneezed. Send me a DM on Instagram if you sneezed in that moment. I still haven't sneezed, as we can see. Um... So lost my train of thought now because of the sneeze. Isn't that fantastic? I was saying when you're so focused on the next thing and the next thing, you're never present. You're never fully present. You never get to enjoy anything. And that's a terrible way to be. It's a terrible place to be. And that happens in your job. It happens with a fitness goal. It happens in relationships. It happens with lifetime milestones. It happens with birthdays. You can't wait for this birthday and then you get there and it's like already you're thinking of the next one or the next big milestone. Or when you move apartment or you move country, you're already thinking of the next place, bigger, better. It's always next, next, next. And this world we live in today is so filled with comparison because you're constantly being shown other people's stuff and other people's stories and other people's progress. There's a constant comparison and there's this perpetual need continually moving towards the next and the next and the next and again like I always say on this podcast back to you the world is separating you from yourself because when you're not present when you're in the past or when you're in the future you're separated from your true self because there is no past and there is no future I did a post recently on Instagram saying your past is caused by your present because every choice you're making in the now is shaping your past because if you look back on your past When was it created? It was created in the now. Your past is always created in the now. Because this moment now is going to be the past when you get to the next moment. So your past is created by your present. So you have to live 
in the present. If you want to change your past, you have to change your present. We're going to, this is messing with some of your guys' minds. It messes with my own mind sometimes. But that's good because we want to break the pattern. That's the whole point of this podcast. That's what I do with my clients on my programs. We want to break patterns. You have to break the pattern. The problem most people have is they're stuck in patterns. Just the, the emotional turmoil or torture or just even simply pain that you feel, whether it's anger or sadness or jealousy or bitterness or fear, it's all because of patterns of behavior, patterns of thought, patterns of emotion, emotional responses. So what you want to do is break patterns. So a lot of this stuff is to break your pattern. It doesn't matter if you get everything I say all the time, as long as it breaks your pattern, as long as it makes you ask a new question. And like I always say, the right question is always the answer. You know, as a coach, I don't give you answers. I give you the right questions. You have the answers. Mentoring is different. We're teaching you things that we're experts at. But coaching is bringing your expertise out, your truth to the surface. So I want you to take some inventory of yourself after this podcast. Pause it right here. Even think about it. Am I past focused? Am I future focused? How present am I? Because in your present is where you're going to find your gifts. In the present is when you're going to find the answers. In the present is when you're going to be able to hear your body. And your body has the answers. Your mind your mind is an amazing, beautiful gift. It's a tool. It's a processor. It's incredible. But your body has the truth. Your mind is filled with illusion. Your mind is filled with narratives and beliefs. It's, fill, it's full of your ego. And your ego is always in the future. It's criticizing and judging your past it's judging your now and it's projecting you into the future. And it's always, always pulling you away from yourself. It's always pulling you into comparison. It's always giving you fear. What if? It's always looking for danger. It hates wasting energy. It doesn't want you to feel pain. You've conditioned yourself to not feel pain since you were a child, to not feel hurt. That's why all these elements, your personalities, your reactions, you know, your, your reflexes emotionally, they've been there for decades. So we want to break the pattern, okay? We want to ask ourselves new questions. We want to become aware, how present am I? How much of my time is in, you know, the way on your phone you get how much screen time every week. It's scary, right, when you get that message every week. And like your screen time was down, but it was still like four hours a day or five hours a day or whatever it was. <clears throat> Tell me yours, what's your screen time? Obviously, I do a lot of work on mine. And also a lot of distraction. But mostly people have distraction on their phones. Um, it would be cool if we could see how much time, if we got a pop-up, right? This is how much time you spent dwelling on your past lately. This is how much time you spent dwelling on your future. And a good kind of way of checking that would be how happy you feel, how fulfilled you feel, how content, how good your communication is, how good your relationships are. Because if you're very, very present and you're aware and you're conscious of your choices and your actions and reactions, you're probably living a good quality of life. You're probably content, probably feeling good about yourself. You're probably taking action. So if you're someone who's not any of those things, you're either living in the past or you're living in the future. Again, why do people live in the past? Why do people live in the future? Because we don't have trust. So like I said at the beginning, we're talking today about trusting yourself and obviously being present. Trusting yourself is so important because all the time we're looking for external validation. We're looking for, since we're children, we respond to authority. The doctor in the white coat, the police officer, the f whatever it is, the, the teacher, 
the, the parent, the adults, we're always conditioned and they've done so much, you know, experiments on this over the years, how we respond to authority and how this kind of sheep-like principle we follow blindly if, if we perceive someone to be an authority. So we're always looking for that external validation from someone we respect. That happens in relationships. We're looking for validation from that other person instead of giving it to ourselves. And that's when all the negative emotions control us and they own us. So we want to become very aware of that and then begin to consciously choose to trust ourselves, to rely on ourselves. You want to be self-reliant. And in life, it's not just external things like with your money and your independence or whatever, but it's also internally with your emotions and your mental health and your peace of mind. You want to become self-reliant. It doesn't mean you don't share with somebody else. It doesn't mean you don't open up to someone else. It doesn't mean you, you can't you know do things together and work together and collaborate together with your partner, personally, professionally, romantically, whatever. But becoming dependent on someone else, having need, like need is an illusion. If you ever say, I need this, or I need that, or I need this person, or I have to get that, it's all illusion because the true you needs nothing. There's no need at all. Zero. Everything the world convinces you need is illusion. We all fall guilty to that. Again, that's when we're asleep, when we don't question that, when we believe we have to get the next thing, the next technology, the next clothes, the next product. And then everybody on social media, you know, again, it's all conditioning you. And that's why every person, every influencer is now a marketing agent, a brand to get you to buy the things. And the companies pay the influencers to promote these. So you need this, you need this product, you need this service, you need, need, need. You don't need anything. When you're aware, you choose things that will help you get to where you want to go. You choose things that advance you in your awareness, in your productivity, in your performance. But you don't actually need anything. That's an illusion. There's no need, the real you needs nothing. So that also counts for validation. That also counts for, you know, people giving you compliments, people saying you did a great job. You have to get good at doing that yourself. That's why with all my clients, we have something called celebrating wins. And I get my clients to send me their wins and even in the mentorship group to share their wins because we want to condition ourselves to validate ourselves. So again, we're becoming self-reliant emotionally. So that we don't need someone to say, oh, you look good. And I, did, I said this at a talk recently, when someone says, oh, you know, how do I look? You can say, look, you look great, you look fantastic, but how do you think you look? This is the right way to do it. How do you, and you do this with children as well, you condition them, you congratulate the child, you reward them for effort. And then you say, how do you think? you felt or if a child says a teacher said this great acknowledge that but how do you feel you did see we're not taught to value our voice so we don't become <clears throat> we lose our that reliance our self-reliance that independence that that trust in ourselves and we look everywhere else for it and then if we didn't get it from our parents that's how people end up looking for it in relationships that's how people stay in bad relationships that's how people when a relationship is not necessarily bad and it could be amazing and we've all been there i'm pretty sure including you and including me where the relationship could have been perfect but we hadn't healed ourselves enough the awareness wasn't where it needed to be and that's why we couldn't solve the problem we couldn't communicate through the issue this is we're going to talk a lot about that in the dating and relationship stuff so many problems come from lack of communication but the lack of communication comes from the lack of awareness the lack of awareness comes from the lack of willing to take responsibility and heal ourselves 
So that's what we want to do. We want to begin to take our power back. I want you to reclaim your power back. That's what this whole movement of back to you is about, reclaiming your power so you don't need anything. And when you're in that place of power, you get to choose things you want, choose things you love, choose things you enjoy, but there's no need. There's absolutely no, and I was saying this for years, you know, one of the things on my Ascension program and the mentorship, when we have this kind of conscious language empowerment, words to use and words to cut out because people are so casual with language. I think I have a video on this somewhere as well. Don't be casual with language. Casualness leads to casualties, as Jim Rohn says. Uh, one of the words was need. Cut out, I need, because there's an attachment to it. That's, I used to always teach people that there's an attachment to need. But it goes beyond that. The highest part of you, there is no need. Because you're that spirit, that like nature. Nature needs nothing, right? The ocean, the mountains, the, gr the green, everything. Need, it needs nothing. It is all well, we are that as well. Our spirit is that. Now, our bodies, sure, need food, need water. That's a different thing. We're talking about the spirit, okay? We're talking about our, our, our emotions, things for our mental health. You know, the mental health suffers because of the emotional problems, the emotional challenges, the lack of emotional awareness. We don't understand why we feel the way we feel. We don't understand why we behave the way we behave. We don't understand why others do. We don't understand our anger or frustration or sadness or whatever. And that's because people, it's hard to take that step to look into yourself. It's hard to become a student of yourself. It's hard to face yourself. One of the most courageous things you can do is face yourself. And so many people don't want to do that. I've said it many times. I get calls every day. I get DMs every day. I get emails. Aiden, I want to change. I meet people. I'm at events. You know, people, what do you do? I'm a coach. I'm a speaker, blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And they tell you the whole story. And wow. And then I give them some bits and pieces or whatever, just chatting. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to do this, this, and this. Okay, let's have a call. No problem. And then they never take action. Now, percentage do. Some do. And I have so much respect for those people because they're, feeling the fear and they're doing it anyway we all have the doubts we all have the insecurity we all have the the pain the, the fear the ultimate fear but how bad do we want it like people come to me out of inspiration or desperation when things are good and they want it to be better or when things are bad and they can't take it anymore but so many people could avoid the desperation if they just instead of waiting for things to get so bad they said i want to, be, to know myself better i don't want to feel this emotion I've said this so many times that so many burdens people are carrying, they don't even realize they're carrying. There's so many burdens, they're wearing them like they're wrapped around you. You don't even realize you have them until you let go of them, until you go through some healing and you feel like you've lost a person almost because the burdens have been there so long. It's like your screensaver on your phone. You forget your screensaver after a while, right? Because even after a few days, you don't even notice it anymore. It's the same with your burdens. You're actually, you just held them. They become part of your identity. You just say, that's just who I am. I'm just, I just react like this. I just get like that. That's bullshit. You've just accepted that. So my wish is always for people to take action before it gets to that point. And it's not easy. I get it. But being honest with yourself, being willing to face yourself is one of the hardest things you can do, but it's what leads you to peace. It's what frees you. It's where mental and emotional freedom comes Nothing comes from avoidance behavior. Nothing comes from distracting yourself with food, drink, drugs, sex, shopping, whatever. 
nothing good comes from that. It leaves you feeling worse, feeling more empty. You, you feel a, a whole range of negative emotions. It brings your vibration way down. And people are getting more and more aware of that. And as you get older, you notice that. And you're like, this doesn't actually make me feel good. What makes you feel good is going through the shit. Like the only way to get past your mess is to go through your mess. Like most, as a child, we don't know why we have a mess. As teenagers, we don't really know. But as adults, we know. We know it's our responsibility, at least. We know we're in a mess. We might not know what it is or why we are the way we are, but we know there's something not right. How do we know? Because we don't feel good. If you don't feel good every day, if you're not feeling happy, and, and happy is a word I don't even like to use anymore. I prefer fulfilled. Because fulfilled, you know, built into fulfillment, we know we have to overcome things. Sometimes happy feels like it's just... If the sun shines, it's sunny. And if it doesn't, it's not. Like the weather is good, it's good. And if it's not, it's not. Like happy kind of feels like that sometimes. Fulfillment knows, okay, there's going to be some rain. There's going to be some wind. But we're going to get to the sunshine. And we're going to have the sunshine. Even if there is a bit of rain or a bit of wind or a bit of cloud, we know the sun is there behind it all. So fulfillment has a bit more, it encompasses a bit more. You know, being content. That has a bit more acceptance built in. But I really love fulfillment more lately. And for sure happiness too but through fulfillment so that's how we know if we're not trusting ourselves if we're not taking action on ourselves because we're not present we're living in the past we're living in the future we're looking for others we're looking externally we're looking for physical things or for other people to to tell us or to make us feel or to give us things we're looking for recognition professionally we're looking for recognition personally socially on media, everything on different types of media, social media, etc. So when we come back to ourselves, we don't need any of that. Now we're way better. We have healthier people in our lives, healthier relationships. We make healthier choices. We're choosing love. We're a pleasure to be around. We're better to be around ourselves because some of the worst people to be around is just you and yourself because you don't like yourself or because you judge yourself. And for those of you listening who don't like yourself, I get it. I've been there. It's not too long ago, there was times I hated myself, actually. I really didn't like myself at times. I did a lot of work, and I've been working on myself for years, and going through it, and like being obsessed with this self-exploration, and living the best life for at least 15 years, if not more. And there was a time not so long ago when I didn't like myself. So you'll never be judged from my side. But what I'm here to tell you is, it's your choice to stay there or to get out of it. And let me tell you, if you're there, it's for a reason. And once you come through it, once you face it, once you walk into it, you'll see that everything had to happen and everything happened perfectly to get you to where you are. Like heaven is at the other side of it. Like maybe you're going through hell right now, but you have to go through hell to get to heaven, I believe. And the sooner you're willing to walk into your mess, the sooner you can get to the other side of it. The sooner you can get to the sunshine. The sooner you can get to the love. And I believe we'll never get to, to that without going through. We have to go through. Sometimes people have a, an easier life than others, granted. And then they think, I don't need to. Everything's good. Everything's good. But they still have patterns of behavior that don't serve them. They still have areas of their life they're not happy. Maybe their career's going well. Maybe they got money in the bank, but they don't have love at home. Maybe they do have a partner, but they don't have love. Maybe they don't even have love or a partner. They have nothing at home, only themselves. So not everybody has everything figured out and that's okay. That's part of the journey. That's part of life. But we can make this journey easier. 
we can get to where we want to go sooner. We can learn in an easier way. It doesn't always have to be the tough way. But oftentimes we choose the tough way indirectly by not choosing to go into ourselves sooner. We're waiting too long. We, we think everything is going to be okay. We think buying that next thing is going to cover it up. We think this next relationship is going to cover it up. We think this dopamine hit or this validation or this acknowledgement or this compliment from someone or something else or whatever is that is going to feed us and it does for a while but it's shallow it's shallow it's like cereal it's empty it's like bread there's no nutrition there it might give you a boost but it's shit (laughs) it's like you have to get it yourself you have to go and grow your own food in the garden to get the real nutrients to get the real nourishment from real food, from hydrating with water, not from eating crap, drinking crap, consuming crap, and, that's, and getting empty things from other people, other people's compliments, other people's validation. And they might be genuine, but it, again, it's not the nourishment your soul wants. The nourishment your soul wants is your validation. It's your acknowledgement. It's your compliment it's your belief system it's your self-esteem because it's the child in you your inner child that's looking for that it's seeking that it's the child that was damaged it was the child that had the trauma it was the child that didn't get the love or the attention or the support or the validation it needed when it was young in that stage of development and it felt those emotions and then it developed these patterns, these emotional responses, these behaviors as a protection to not feel like that. So it's that child, it's you that needs it from you. Nobody else can give you that. Nobody. And if you have kids now, yes, I encourage you to validate them, to acknowledge them. But I encourage you, the biggest gift you can give them is to show them how to acknowledge themselves to show your children how to make their voice heard. To know that their voice is worth something, that it's valued. That is the biggest gift you can give anybody. And the most important person to give it to is yourself. So trusting yourself starts there. It starts by acknowledging yourself. It starts by facing yourself, being willing to look like Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. Like this is everywhere, guys. Like the the answers are everywhere everywhere around us and everything is hidden in plain sight all the answers we need are within us and you know this again you're listening to this you're like yeah yeah i knew that but we need that reminder possibly again you don't need anything but it helps right so again choosing what you're consuming listening to this is for sure better than listening to some crap or to watch some dance it's fine to have entertainment on social media and to see some silly things for sure it's fun it makes you laugh but to spend all your time consuming that, again, it's, it's, it's cheap food, it's cereal, it's bread, it's sugar. It's not nutritious, it's not feeding your soul, it's not giving your inner child what it needs. Your inner child wants nourishment. <laughs> it wants nourishment. I don't know where that food analogy came from, but I'm sticking with it. And I love cereal. I absolutely love cereal, but... It's not going to get me to where I want. It's not going to feed me. It's not going to feed you either. And I hope you're not still eating cereal, guys. Come on. You're better than that. It's okay as a treat. I had a cereal for years, and then I went on a cereal binge, actually. Um, Like Cocoa Pops. Cocoa Pops. 
See, I have to be careful because I'm going to start craving it again, and I don't want that to happen. So I hope this is making sense. I really hope this is making sense. I hope you guys are, it's resonating. And again, it's all great to listen to it, but you have to implement it. You have to make a change. You have to practically apply it to your life. Ask yourself, am I being present? Am I in the past or am I in the future? Do I trust myself or am I seeking external validation? Am I looking for others to give me what I should be giving myself? And that self-judgment, I'm going to do another episode dedicated to that, how we judge ourselves. Because we do. And I want, to, I want to show you how to let go of that because that's your biggest torture. When you're judging yourself, you're creating resistance. You're wasting energy. You're leaking energy. You're losing your life force when you judge yourself. And you've no reason to judge yourself. Everything happened perfectly. Every mistake you made, every time you really did something you shouldn't, it's okay. On your journey, it's okay because it's, it's helping you get to where you want to be to wake up, to make the change that finally is necessary to get you back to you. All the shit that happened is getting you back to you. Just for some of you, it's taken longer than others. For some of you, it's taken, you know, there's too much, there's so many layers to get through. You've conditioned so many patterns to keep you away from yourself. It's okay. But the fact that you're here, if you're listening to this, there's a voice inside, there's a whisper. That's your inner child. That's your higher self. It wants you back. And just keep listening to that. Keep taking a step, step by step. There's no pressure. There's no urgency. You just do it step by step. You trust yourself. You get present. You trust yourself. You take an action. You take an action. You show up for you. And if you're a guy, I encourage you to get into your masculine energy. Like there's a masculine and feminine all. We have both inside of us, right? Yin and yang, we have both inside. Ladies, get into your feminine. Today more than ever, and I had this conversation a couple of times lately, and it's going to come up in the dating podcast as well. You know, ladies are more empowered than ever to be successful and have their business. And so many girls are entrepreneurs and business owners. But it's so easy to get too into the masculine energy that you lose your femininity. And that imbalance affects relationships. And fellas, today it's so easy to not be in your masculine energy, to have too much feminine energy, that you, when you lose that masculinity, again, it's causing an imbalance in yourself. It's causing an imbalance in your relationship. Because if you have a girl who, who's not in her feminine and she's too much in her masculine, a guy who's not in his masculine and he's in his feminine, it can cause imbalances. So it's okay to have both. And it's okay to emphasize different parts at different times. But to be aware of your feminine energy, to be aware of your masculine energy. Fellas, get into your masculine. Find yourself, find your strength, find your power. Women, get into your feminine. Ladies, get into your feminine energy. And fellas, if you have too much masculine, maybe you need to look at your feminine. And ladies, if you have too much feminine, maybe you need to have some elements of masculine energy. That's okay also. So if you have questions about that, please also send them in for the next episode for one of the future episodes we want to get really into masculinity because today masculinity and femininity has been thrown around so much there's a lot of hoopla out there a lot of opinions a lot of craziness about it but it's very very simple guys at the highest level of our being at the truest nature we we all have masculine and feminine but us men are supposed to be more in our masculine because we're supposed to know our masculine we're supposed to be aware of it we're supposed to know what what feeds it and ladies, for your feminine, you need to know what feeds your feminine, when to, be, to have your feminine, when to use your masculine. It's just an awareness. It's for you. It's for your power, your alignment. Again, because a lot of our 
experiences, patterns, programs that can knock us out of that. You know, I have some opinions on it. I think I should share them. I should share them, right? That's why we're here. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. And for me, some of the fellas need to get their masculinity back. And it's a, I'm talking healthy, obviously. The healthy masculinity. The healthy femininity. Um, it's so important to, to have a healthy aspect, to have an open understanding, to be curious, to be seeking. Like I always say, when you seek, you shall find. Right? It says in the Bible, seek, you shall find. Ask, you shall, ask, you shall receive. We have to study these things. We have to learn about these things. We have to learn about ourselves. The world is such a mishmash right now of craziness. It's so easy to get lost in who we are, who are really we are. And if you're not curious and you don't want to explore these things about yourself and your energy and your emotions and understanding who you are and what makes you you and what makes a man a healthy man and a strong man and what makes a woman a healthy woman and a strong woman, if you don't if you're not ready to explore that and to have an open mind, again, you're condemning yourself to stay asleep, to be at the, you know, what other people, to be at the risk of being controlled by others, others' narratives, others' beliefs, other systems, other paradigms. So this whole thing is to get your awareness back to you guys, to get yourself asking questions, to explore, explore yourself, explore this life, explore this world and uh, continue to learn and make changes as as necessary. So I've rambled on enough, I think, for this episode. If you got some value, please like the podcast, leave a rating, leave a review. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, hello. If you're listening to it on audio, on Spotify and iTunes or wherever, like the podcast, leave a rating. Please share this with somebody, uh, some friends of yours. It's good for them, it's good for you, it's good for me, everybody wins. Share the word, share the message so we can get these truths, these awareness, these shifts in awareness, this clarity. Let's get it to people who need to, who should know that it's okay, that things aren't perfect, to know that you're not alone, that you're not, you know, just the mental burdens, the emotional burdens, that everybody has it. But what we're sharing here is how to heal from that, how to understand who you are, what makes you you, how to get that clarity how to find your way back to yourself. That's why we're here. So that's it, guys. If you haven't sent your questions in for the dating podcast, there's still time to get that in. Super excited about that. Oh my God, it's going to be so much fun. And again, like I said earlier, we've got some great guests coming up as well. So I'd love to hear from you. Send a DM on Instagram, Aiden O'Brien Official. If you like anything from this podcast, something resonates, something jumps out, any questions, around anything I've mentioned, send me a message. Would love to hear from you. Can address them in the next episodes. And um, if you want to work with me, go to theaidenobrien.com. If you have questions about my new program, Back to You, it's an annual membership, group coaching. It's powerful. Make sure you send me a message um, on my website or a DM on Instagram as well. You can see my other programs on my website as well at theaidenobrien.com, T-H-E, aidenobrien.com. Check it out. And I will see you guys in the next episodes. Have a good one.